Welcome to A Raw Perspective, A Fresh Point of View. I'm your host, Richard Anthony Wallace, a young man trying to make sense of this world and bring others along with me for the ride. A Raw Perspective offers a fresh point of view, from developing our own self-awareness to navigating some of life's biggest choices and even discussing outer space. Join me each week for a raw discussion on content that matters. Hope everyone's doing well. Hope everyone's having a fantastic week. Today's topic is technology talk. If we look at the world today and since the inception of when I was born to now, technology has an ever-driving factor on what we do. Countless days, weeks, months, years of people putting together different algorithms to make our life as simplistic as possible. Everything that you can think of is at the palm of your hands. Granted, if you're part of a privileged community, me living in the United States of America, technology is all around us. If you're ever hungry, there's an app for that. If you're bored and you want to watch a television show or a movie, there are apps for that to stream that. There's an app for you to get around public transportation. There's an app literally where you can store your photos and look at other individuals for you to like things. There is an app for you to get tidbits of information pertaining to the news or what's, what's trending in the world. The endless possibility of technology is, is wild. It's <laughs> just to think where we were. If you grew up like me, I would say starting around 1996, 1997 is when we had dial-up, dial-up internet. <laughs> and we used to go wild over dial of internet. There was even a time when your family members were trying to use the phone and they can just hear the <laughs> and then they would yell at you and saying, get off the internet. I think my first actual game pertaining to the computer was Mario typing. And typing has become the ins and outs of how we utilize everyday communication, whether it be through an email or, or text message. Hell, even phones have changed the way that we used to only can have a phone number for our, for our house. I used to remember my home phone number. Uh, well, I mean, I remember my home phone number now, but I'm talking about we used to remember a, a whole ton of phone numbers back then. Now everybody's just like, all right, this is my personal number. And then we just put it in our phones and we don't have to remember anybody's phone number. Uh, if I can tell you if I knew my my friends, loved ones, phone numbers off the top of my head, I would, I, I would say, no, I don't. And that's the thing about technology, you know. It just made everything easier for us. And sometimes we get lost in our ways. And we, I think the analogy that was used is when people are using public transportation, that they had their heads better buried in, in newspapers. 
now we got our heads buried in our in our smartphones because they act as the everyday newspaper now. And it's just a fascinating sight to see how in a mere matter of I would say over 25 years technology has become the way of life. Uh, technology has become a blessing and then sometimes technology becomes a curse. When we look at the things that that it has from from the blessing perspective. Think about the way that we can communicate with, with people across the world now. Uh, there are video cameras, there's something that's called FaceTime. There, there's ways that you can actually see individuals in a whole nother country that, <laughs> that you wouldn't even fathom. You used to have to be a pen pal and all, all of that would, it's just, it's wild to see that Technology has bridged the gap of you writing letters every single week and hoping that it gets to the country of origin in, in a span of time. Well, if you live in the United States of America using the United States Postal Service, good luck. To now being able to just have their phone number and just instantly call them and then they can just pick up in an instant. That's, that's just wild to me. And, you know, you can have friends all over the world now. Even my brother that lives over in Spain. I know there's there's time differences. Well, hours in the time. They're, they're seven hours ahead. So you just have to be conscious of that. But still having the ability to see, see them. is something that just, that's just, that's just wild to me. And how, how far we came. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's wild. That's all, that's all I can say. Uh, other things that, that have happened, you know, Uber, Lyft, these these ride-sharing applications that make it convenient to utilize. Who would have thought that would go into strangers' cars? <laughs> strangers' cars to get to our point of destination. I remember earlier in my childhood that we weren't supposed to talk to strangers. I mean, we still don't even talk to strangers when we have our ride-share, right? Just that that level of trust in, in technology to just be that accommodating, be like, okay, this is this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go in some stranger's car, and then hopefully they get me to my my destination of origin because of the application that was created. It's definitely, it's definitely a, it's it's, it's really interesting. And then how there's so many influencers, right? You know, everybody that. That goes on online. I mean, sure, you have your own personal accounts, but even technology today has been monetized. And you're seeing individuals that I've never even heard of, and they're just saying, "Yo, this is this is what's what's trending now. This is this is what's what's cool, what's hot in the streets," and they have some, an influence over a group of people to do things. Hell, I'm doing a podcast that's that's over the the technology waves, and might be good old three, four people listening to this. Uh, that that's reaching reaching individuals. That's it's wild how technology has has transformed and consumed us. And it's it's a blessing and it also can be a curse. I, I remember doing a podcast in my earlier days in, in season one talking about technology and, and looking at the way that it does have a, a stranglehold on us and sometimes that we can't get out of that reality because we see this perception, particularly with social media, uh, of individuals 
living their quote unquote best lives, living quote unquote goals or the hashtag goals, different using the ampersand, you know, adding that's, that's what ampersand and then, then the end, but it's a whole different thing with, with the algorithms of like what makes people get joy. And that's the things that you see on social media. If you have an X amount of number of likes, you know, that, that, that you're influencing somebody or the way that the algorithms work and how they're changing the algorithms so that you can get more people to buy into your content to follow you because everything has become monetized so far. And, and you know, I, I'm sometimes consumed in it too. You know, when people like your content, it's like, whoa, something, something happens. Or if you go viral, if you make a tweet that goes viral and there's like hundreds of thousands of tweets, and, you know, you put your, your content under there <laughs> saying, like, follow my page or do this or do that. And it's, it's, it's really wild. And then the way that we, we look into people's lives, it, it almost becomes evasive, you know. And these are some of the things that you have to take in consideration when you are, are posting things. Yeah, I mean, you, you can post moments, you can post go live and stuff, but there. There's also a dark side to technology as well, because when you do give access to people via technology, they, they can use that access and, and abuse it. I mean, you have individuals that might become obsessed with you, especially if you're on social media platform, being an influencer or being a person, what is deemed importance. And it's like, I just posted that I'm at this vicinity and then they can just go there and then five minutes later, they're there. It's, it's wild, you know, with these geotags and stuff. It's like, do you ever have a sense of privacy anymore, especially with technology? And then even with, with technology today, you could have said something 10, 15 years ago when you were like a teenager, posted it on the web and it can come back and bite you in the ass. <laughs> which is wild uh, I know I, I I haven't been a saint uh huh I haven't been a saint, saint at all I know I probably said some dumb stuff as a child but I do remember that my parents said don't be posting stuff about your, your frustrations and and you know I, I listened to that and I might have said some dumb things verbally. I never, never posted anything. And the thing about it is, you're you're supposed to grow up and and you're supposed to adapt. But now, people today, they're using things that happened years ago and using that against you, especially if you have some sense of uh, influence or some sense of importance. It's like, oh, this person's on the rise. Let's go find something that they said about someone X amount of years ago. And you have people apologizing for what they said 10, 15 years ago. And I don't even remember 10, 15 years ago, to be honest. It's wild. And then you even look at these, these different platforms and how misinformation has been spread. You can literally put something in, into the internet and state that it's true. I mean, case in point, we're, we're seeing a lot of misinformation pertaining to the COVID-19 vaccines. <laughs> you had a lot of people that have had a whole bunch of misinformation and spreading that, particularly with those people that we would deem in, in social standings that are deemed high. For example, uh, I believe it was Nicki Minaj. Uh, 
was not going to be participating in the Met Gala because uh, the the mandate to be what's deemed fully vaccinated in order to go to this high high affair. Um, so, and then spreading misinformation through Twitter, talking about that one of her friend's cousins had or had been diagnosed with like some difficulties in in their growing testicular area, saying that they took the vaccine and it like swelled that area up, which, which you know the the country of Trinidad and Tobago had to do had to use their resources to find this individual that was alleged to have this symptom and they found that it wasn't and wasting resources. So it's wild that the way that, that social media has, has plagued it. Uh, I, I do believe that technology has made a lot of things easier, particularly to, to, the, to the workforce, right? And I think with the, the global pandemic, that technology got to shine its brightest during, during technology. Look at it. The way that we didn't skip a beat, particularly in my unit uh, and, and me working in higher education, being able to utilize different platforms such as Zoom, being able to utilize uh, Microsoft Outlook, being able to utilize Microsoft Teams, these, these different platforms of technology that helped us still continue our jobs. And, you know, looking at it now, I think people have come to the realization that technology has been uh, a benefit. And <laughs> I think the challenge is, is with, with some, some jobs, they're still following the model, I believe it's Henry Ford, that you must be in a space from 9 to 5, even though you might be done with your work at like 11 o'clock. And I think those old principles are, are outdated. I mean, we look at things, aren't we supposed to be adapting as human beings, especially if there are resources to make things accessible? And I think that's that's the challenge of, of trying to render control over subordinates, right? When there are resources for you to work smarter, not harder. I don't have to go into the office every day to make sure that the services are met to help students that I, that I work with I technically I, I never have to if you if you really think about it from from the role and the way that the position is created you just have to you just have to endure right so just just thinking of different ways I mean yeah hybrid model is great however technically speaking do I have to be physically present to, to do my role Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. And I and I get that individuals do love human interaction. As human beings, we are social creatures, so we need to have some some sort of human interaction. I get that. And I think through through LinkedIn, I think I've seen some articles pertaining to CEOs seeing how performance and production had increased during the pandemic because they were in the confines of their home and be able to utilize technology for them to render success. And CEOs figured that out and saying, all right, if we make our employees happy, then profits are good. And 
that's something to consider. The, the thing that I am worried about as we progress further and further into the future is the shifting of automation. I saw through technology, through, through social media platforms, that there's this actual restaurant that use robots to reach you to your seat. And then there's this tablet that you order your food and then the robots come out and, and give you the food. So looking at the service industry, that is eliminating positions where human interaction is, is, is needed, right? Especially if you're in the service industry, being a waiter and waitress, you, you, you learn to deal with high stressful situations. And, and the challenge with being a waiter and waitress, host, hostess, is they don't get paid for the crap that they have to deal with, which is unfortunate because those are probably the best problem solvers that I've ever seen in my life, dealing with people time and time again. Anyone that has to deal with people related to, to anything through the service industry, through retail, through education, those should be the individuals that have the highest pay of all time because they are dealing with people and they are dealing with time. And something that you can never get back is time. And there's no way to automate education and teaching with human interaction. A robot can't do that for you. A robot can make, or, or technology or platforms like that can make everything really accessible on, on that spectrum. But being able to teach, being able to, to learn, you still need some some sort of, of human interaction with, with that. That's why a lot of the parents that you saw, it's like, I can't wait till my kid gets to go back to school because this online thing is not working. <laughs> and you, you have to have teachers that are passionate about teaching. You have to have people that, that in retail are passionate in assisting customers because human beings are a lot. We're a lot, definitely a lot. And the way that technology has been been a blessing and curse, it, it really has. I, I look at, I'm, I'm pointing my direction to, to Facebook or should I call it now meta? And <laughs> it, it, it's wild that billionaires are still clueless about how evasive privacy is when it comes to technology. So now you're making what's considered, if, if, if you're old enough for me, if you're old enough in, in my age range, you remember Habbo Hotel or like the Coke Music um, avatars that used to do. That That is what meta is now. Now you're gonna be making fake houses and, and fake avatars where you can spread more and more misinformation even like to the political spectrum because you have these different groups. It's going to be uh, a shit show. I, I, I just know it is. Um, billionaires are, are still profiting off of, of stuff, especially through technology, the way that, that technology has been an asset. It's also been a hindrance as well. And sometimes we lose ourselves within the world of technology. So what's the message that I'm trying to portray as we progress forward. Sometimes you just don't want to lose yourself in, in technology. When, when you see all these different influencers living their quote unquote best lives, living in various different countries, supporting 
the latest designer in fashion, you know, and in the brain, your endorphins are going like, wow, that should be me. And we have to re- remember that sometimes technology and, and, and those assets have a veil. And sometimes we have to unlift the veil and, and realize that not all of it is real life, right? Sometimes you just have to be grounded in, in, in who you are. And, and that, that might be a struggle. Like, I'm still trying to figure out who I am every, every single day. You know, I, I have some sense of it, but I'm still insecure in some things, still unsure in a lot of things, and not trying to hide behind any any technology as, as I move forward. Technology is, has truly been a blessing. I would love to still tap into the market of technology, being able to get different sort of certifications to learn more and more about how to use technology as an asset instead of a hindrance especially if that's the way that the world is trying to shift us. I look at students now, children that are, are doing coding because they, somebody's realizing that there is a shift that if things are going to be automated, there has to be individuals that know how to create these things. And right now, these are high-end paying jobs, right? Individuals right now are making six figures, but as you get more and more people within that skill set, the wages are going to start to come down that's my theory because when more and more people become you know engineers or software engineers or developers there's only so much six figures can go so far unless you are like making everybody six figures and then we have to talk about the wage gaps and we have to talk about those things there's a lot of things that that go on and into the technology talk and i can talk about this for hours but i wanted to keep my my perspectives between 20 to 25 minutes so I can go on and on about this topic from there but just realizing that technology is a gift it also can be a curse it's just how you use it you, you look at the gifts and how, how it's been able to make us more and more connected and it occurs how people are, are hacking into systems stealing identity stealing personal information stealing financial Wealth from individuals, it's, it's wild. You, 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 you look at things like, whoa, is, are we really protected through, through technology? Again, I, I'm, I'm a big proponent and advocate for, for efficiency, working smarter, not harder, but making sure that at the end of the day that individuals make sure that they have their, their stuff together too because the way that technology is pushing forward, it looks like there's going to be individuals that are going to be less behind and my gut is telling me that's not going to be a pretty sight so that was the technology talk so i'd love to hear about your your thoughts about it if you want to hit me up you can always follow me on on my social media platform uh, reach me on instagram at a raw perspective or you can head over to the website at www.arawperspective.com for all of the previous podcasts that I've done in the past. And I just want to know your thoughts. Like, how do you think technology is working? So with that being said, my name is Richard Anthony Waltz. This is A Raw Perspective. Peace. Peace.